Hi, my name is Clinton, and this is the Where's My Mind podcast. Today, I'm speaking on clothing is politics. I need an image change. Hello, it's Clinton. Thank you so much for listening to the Where's My Mind podcast. So I can remember from when I was five years old. And that was when I was introduced to my auntie. And for 10 years, till I was 15, my auntie dressed me up till I was 15 years old. And it was a very cool experience watching my auntie dress me around as a young kid. But the older I got, the more irritated I was every single time. Because like when I was 13, I really didn't want my auntie to dress me anymore. I feel when I was five, I loved whenever my auntie dressed me up because I was like, oh, she's like giving me like good clothes or like good clothes, like what I wear to church and like what we wore to like events and like stuff like that. But as time went on, like when I turned 13, so we have in my other's auntie's, my other auntie's house, we do like a Christmas party. We have like this like big Christmas event and Every year, it's, more, it's like 500 plus people come for like these parties. And usually, I wear house clothes to my auntie's house. But this time, I have to like wear like Christmas clothes to my auntie's house. So I had like three different types of clothes. Four, if I'm really being sincere. I had house clothes, a uniform for like school. I had party clothes. And like I had like church clothes. Like... Christmas clothes, I would like put Christmas clothes in the category of party clothes because we had a party in my auntie's house. So it made a lot of sense that we had to like dress properly. But when I turned 13, I was I was like, I'm not going to like dress on party clothes going to my auntie's house when I know I'm going like, to stay there overnight and like wearing this like really uncomfortable clothing because like I liked house clothing. So when I was 13, I stopped wearing like Christmas clothes and I, I told my aunt to stop getting Christmas clothes for me and I started wearing just regular clothes, like house clothes to my auntie's Christmas party. I was the person who started the trend. Nobody like followed me. None of my cousins chose to like wear house clothes in their house or come into the other cousin's house. But I did it for years till I left where my auntie is. And I really want to start talking about when I started dressing myself. I started dressing myself when I was 15. And then I was, I think when I was 15, like hoodies were like really popular and like street style were like really popular and hoodies were like becoming this sense of like street style wear. And I really wanted my style, or the style I thought I had then, to like include hoodies. But my auntie was like, you're in a hot country. Like, why would you want a hoodie? I'm not getting you a hoodie. So when I like moved for uni and came here, I got only hoodies for like two years straight. I like only wore hoodies, not every day, but like out of 365 days, I think I wore hoodies for 300 days. And it was like a very cool experience, a semblance of my wardrobe for like a very long two years. And because I felt when I was younger, like not when I was younger, but like prior years before I started wearing hoodies, I was like restricted from not wearing certain types of clothes. I wanted to like explore the hoodie world and having like multiple hoodies. I had like 10 hoodies at that point. 
and it was cool, but I had to change my style. And right now, I feel like I'm like in a dip in my style because I feel I'm dressing like not regular people, just like day to day people. Imagine someone just wearing shirt and jeans, but like the shirt and jeans are just like regular shirt and jeans. There's no thought put into it. Before, I used to put thought into whatever I wear, but now, what I've told myself countless times, like me speaking about my style changing and the way I dress changing, is the best way for me to execute that would be for me to dress like someone's going to take a photo of me immediately I come out the door or dress like I'm going to be photographed anyways. So I feel there's certain clothing I've worn over like the past six months of this year that I would not be mad at if someone like photographs me and like put that on the internet but i feel like even now i'm wearing recording this because i'm not in my room recording this today i'm at work recording this i'm like i don't think i will want to come out of the house after my style change and my photos are all feel like my photo is taken and i will regret whatever i wore do you get what i mean it's simply dressed like a celebrity that's all I not dress like a celebrity. That's really sh- like shallow. Dress like you're gonna be photographed. In what will make you comfortable if you're photographed? I feel whatever people wear says a lot about them. I'm gonna give you examples. So last year around this time, like picture end of June because this is coming out this week. But picture at end of June, beginning of July, I was in London for that this time last year and I was wearing like my casual clothes and I was like in the business district of London I was like there with somebody and I was wearing like regular clothes like (laughs) shirt and jeans and I felt really out of place because I felt everybody was like really businessy and like wearing business clothes and you know that these people are going to office and and to their offices and I was the only person wearing like regular clothes because I'm not like same business clothes on a regular clothes but in that context they were like a form of uniform and i just felt really awkward like when i was dressing in when i was in london i was dressing to go to the gym i felt more comfortable dressing in my gym wear than i felt dressing with the clothes i brought the clothes i brought to london because i wasn't like going to any special events in london so i did not park pack like i was going for an event i just packed like i was going for a holiday like and stay in the hotel chill and sleep rest my brain but anyways i felt really awkward in london then and i don't think i'll feel awkward in london now if i go again because i feel i would like put intent to whatever i choose to wear in london in that district if i go to the same district in london but it really made me feel awkward honestly um i feel whatever you wear says a lot about you and people can tell what you are from just what you're wearing like i will trust someone who's like smartly dressed to someone who's smart but poorly dressed i will trust like a stylist who's dressed well and doesn't know how to like style someone than a stylist who's dressed horribly and thinks they can style somebody it's just i feel whatever you're good at shows from whatever you wear I've seen certain people in my lifetime 
that have been dressed immaculately and they take whatever they are doing really well and they do it really well. But at the same time, I've seen people who are dressed somewhat like horribly do really well as well in that field. But who knows? But I feel I, as a person, I feel like I judge people based on what they're wearing. Like balaclavas. Like balaclavas are very, it's, if I gave you a thousand dollars, so I was going to say money. Then I realized that in some country, a thousand money on their currency would not be a lot. So I'm saying dollars. So it makes a lot of sense to you. I think everybody knows what dollars are. But if I give you a thousand dollars and I told you to go buy something, what would you buy? To this morning, coming to work, I thought of this question because I had to review my notes. Because this notes were like written two months ago-ish now. And... I had to review my notes and I feel if you go to like a shop like H&M, Zara, you can get enough stuff for like an old, like close to like a new wardrobe. But I feel if you go to like a brand like Louis Vuitton, you can buy only some stuff. You can buy only two tops if you can buy anything there for less than a thousand. Only two stuff that you can get there. Let's say you go to Balenciaga. You can get only one. Maybe you can get some stuff that you really want, like trousers. And it's really important for you to, like, note. And, like, no, like, this $1,000, if I'm giving, if you're giving this money, think of the clothing and where you're going to buy clothes. For me, I choose to spend my money in thrift stores because I feel it's, like, high-quality clothes that... Not all clothes in thrift stores are high quality. Some are really low quality. Some are really bad. It's just if you know what's good and it's in a very reasonable discount. I'm not saying go to a discount store. I'm saying going to a thrift store, like a store where someone has worn the clothes before and like chosen to like give it away. I feel you can find really good pieces there with a thousand pounds or dollars and just cool seeing how much people can like change their style with said amounts of money, said amount of $1,000. Now, I'm going to give you my points on clothing is politics because I truly feel clothing is politics. Whatever you wear says a lot about you as a person, what you support. Like, every, like we don't think, of, I don't think we think of it as much as we do, as I do, I am right now. But it's truly politics from like people who go to like the clubs to people who go to church or like people who go to like a business meeting and people who go to a business meeting for a different reason. You can like tell because you can see it. You can see it from what someone is wearing, what a person like really stands for. My first point, I have 20 points. I don't know if we're going to do all 20 or just like go to like the best. I think today's podcast is going to be very short. Anyway, clothing is a way to express one's identity and value. It's politics in nature. I wrote this two months ago. I don't know what's going through my brain, but I truly feel that's like a way to express yourself is clothing. In the bus, when I was thinking of this coming to work, I thought of someone wearing 
a sweatsuit and someone wearing a sweatsuit but a different vibe so like someone who's wearing a sweatsuit could be seen as a lazy person someone who doesn't want to like be someone who doesn't want to like think too much about what they're wearing just want to like throw on like a sweatsuit in like two seconds if you don't know what a sweatsuit is a sweatsuit is like a sweatshirt and sweatpants like a hoodie and it's like a pair and I thought of it and I thought I'm putting lazy in quotes because not everyone who wears sweatsuits wants to be lazy. Sometimes people want to be lazy and wear sweatsuits, but I don't feel everybody wants to be lazy while they're wearing sweatsuits. At the same time, I thought of like a sweatsuit, but in the UK perspective, like you see these people in the, some people in the UK, they wear like tracks, but I'm putting tracks in sweatsuit point position. And you see them wearing hoodies and putting a balaclava and they're like seen as a gang or like a court cult in a way. They seem dangerous and it's really telling. That's why like people fear hoodies in a way in this country because like only criminals wear it. And it's not cool, but I don't know how they can fix it. I've never really thought of how you can fix it, but I feel whatever any individual wears says a lot about them. Like you can see like a conservative person, the way they're dressed, and you can see someone who's not conservative, who's like really expressive with their clothing. You can see somebody who's minimalistic and you can see someone who's maximalistic. It's like whatever you wear, like, me saying minimalistic, I'm thinking black, white, beige, gray, and tim and tamed blue, like tamed green, army green, mint, and I'm seeing mas- maximalistic as pink, purple, like red, yellow, um, cheetah print, tiger print, in a very overdone way. Clothing can be a form of protest. I've seen in, like, I'll use people who are, like, climate activists, activists, the cautioning of, like, showing where your clothes was made from and, like, everything through wearing sustainable clothes. I feel that as a form of protest in its way. Like me, who would not choose to like shop in fast fashion brands unless it's like sustainably sourced. I will not shop there. I will do like enough research to know why I'm not shopping at your store. And I feel that as a form of protest because I'm not shopping there. And I don't think I'm the only person who is doing this. I think millions of people are, are doing what I'm doing. And I'm not like encouraging you to take the part I'm taking, I'm saying this for myself because I will choose not to shop at like H&M or Primark or like these cheap, not cheap stores. They're not all cheap, but like they are fast fashion. I will not shop at like a shop that is like taking people or using kids as like laborers. Or you paying your workers so small, even if they're not kids, paying their workers so little that it seems minuscule to work in a way. So that's what I'm like thinking of when I'm saying protests. 
certain types of clothes are considered to be associated with political moves and ideologies. Ideologies. I think that's true. Like I said, think of a hijab. A hijab is very Muslim. Very, like, you. if you see a hijab or, like, you see, like, a priest's clothing, you, like, think, of, or, like, a nun's robe or whatever they call it, you, like, picture a hijabi person, a woman, and a nun's clothes for a nun. And, like, I feel those clothes, like, those types of clothing really says oh, this person's like a different religion and this person's a different religion. And you can tell from the get-go what you're like seeing in a way that it's not like muffled. You can like tell, you can see it. Like no one is like making an idea for you that, oh, this person might be a different religion. Dress clothes dress codes and uniform can be used to enforce power and structure that's true imagine people in the military you see them dress immaculately imagine doctors you can see the way they're dressed in like the hospitals or like imagine like nurses and like the hospital as well you can see the way their uniform shows their structure and power in whatever establishment they are in. Like you can see a nurse in like you can see a nurse in like a hospital and know her like power. But if you see a nurse in like a Starbucks, you know her power as well. And you know if anybody like has a problem there, like you know there's somebody who can like fix it through whatever she's wearing. I'm not talking about Halloween when kids are dressing as nurses or like other people are dressing as nurses talking about like real life i really wanted to talk about when we're talking about clothing is politics cultural appropriation really comes up in this situation let's speak about cultural appropriation cultural appropriation is when you a person from a different culture wears someone else's culture in a very disgraceful way i'll give an example i live i'm staying in scotland right now and the traditional clothes like i feel the cultural clothes in scotland is like the kilts for men and i don't know what the women's ones are called but i as the person who's not scottish or white cannot wear a kilt because i feel that's a form of cultural appropriation if it's to celebrate like a scottish celebration and i was allowed to wear it i feel that's appreciation but like just wearing it for funsies is like a form of appropriation. No way, in not in a way, it is. And I feel in fashion because people want to like show their stance with certain cultures, they choose to do it in like very capitalistic ways, which they know could like appeal to like some cultures, but not the culture they are appropriating and i say capitalistic because they have to pay people from said culture they're taken from and whoever is taking the money knows the person is going to make more money that's why it's capitalistic anyways i've spoken about the labor in fashion and the labor in like 
clothing. I feel if you're like wearing a clothes now and you have never researched the company and like and you have like really searched the brand you're following or like the brand you're like associating yourself with, not everybody knows. I, I do not even know most brands, but I know like a few who use child labor or like even if they don't use child labor, they don't pay their laborers as much. Like Apple, the reason why I saw about Apple really closely, I know they have had a, like some scandals here and there, but they're very, they have a very good workplace with their like employees. And I'm not saying where Apple, the, the phones are made is like a good fat, factory or where they're sourcing their like materials from all like good factories. I feel no brand on the planet with the rise of capitalism is like ethical anymore i feel even in the 80s like they were not ethical so i don't expect any brand to be ethical unless the brand's like a really tiny or like a very tiny business the ethics comes into like consideration when we speak about ethical brands and like ethical things to follow i feel being ethical in a way is knowing something is bad and still knowing something is bad but like doing it for the good graces like knowing like you're doing something bad but like doing something to combat the bad you're doing like you know apple donates to a lot of like causes i can't name one off the top of my head but yeah the impact of clothing in the environment is very strong is very essential whenever you're thinking of your clothes i feel like i'll give you this example of what i'm wearing right now the shirt i'm wearing so i had i had this shirt on my pinterest board for like months there i say years now like a year now and i've been looking for this shirt and i went to the levi store multiple times to look for this shirt and I did not find it. The other day I walked into my vintage store and I go to get my vintage like vintage clothes. And I know I knew this was vintage. And like in the Levi's website or the Levi's store, there was like this shirt I'm wearing right now, it's Levi's by the way. It was nowhere to be found. And I was so pissed. I was like, I have to like find one for myself. Anyways, I had to find one for myself. So I looked, I didn't, I was like, okay, I have to find one for myself. So like for like months, years now, year, a year now, I like looked for it and I didn't see it. So I like went to like my vendor store to like check out what I want to buy. Then I was like going through the racks because like it's like stuffed with like clothes. There's so much clothes there. And I got, and I, it's like, I've, I just passed something I've been looking for for years now, for a year now. And I saw it and I was like, okay, we're getting this. We're not getting any other thing. Like we're getting this and we're leaving the store and we're going home to, I could try it in the store. And I was like, even if this doesn't like fit me, I'm still going to buy it. And I tried it. I know it's my size, but I didn't just like the length of the shirt. It's like a little bit like tiny, but I, was, I know as time goes, it's going to like, thumb to my body because this is never leaving my wardrobe anymore anyways so like i know like that shirt that like that shirt was like made in like early 2000s and i've been looking for this shirt and i finally found it so yeah clothing 
can be used to challenge gender norms. I love this. I love putting, I like the fact that I put this here because I was thinking this morning, how did my brain think of gender norms? and quoting fighting gender norms. Let's talk. I really will never speak about, let me explain something. I'm not speaking about transgender people on this podcast or ever. Because I don't know anybody who is transgender and I don't know the cause. And I, I don't, I don't, I, I'm, I don't care that much. Sorry. Um, anyways, um, so I heard on the internet somewhere that like clothes don't have gender, like clothes is like gender free. And I support that wholeheartedly, wholeheartedly. But if a skirt if I see, you should imagine a skirt right now. Close your eyes and imagine a skirt. I feel you imagine a woman. Or if I see, you imagine like trousers or like jeans. Not jeans, trousers. You imagine a man. Or if I say imagine a man right now. You don't imagine him naked. You imagine him wearing clothes, which is a shirt and trouser. And imagine a woman. Maybe you imagine her wearing a dress. I mostly imagine women wearing dresses. But... If you're like not imagining that, I don't know, maybe your brain is different. Um, saying that is like fighting the norms and clothes that have gender. If you're transgender, in quotes, why don't you wear the same clothes you were wearing before? As that, I'm gonna use, I don't know the gender terms in transgender people, but I'm gonna say a man who wants to be a woman. Why don't you wear the clothes you're wearing as a man when you turn to like a woman rather than wearing clothes that associated with women when you turn to a woman? Because if clothes will have gender, that means in any gender, you can wear any clothing. That's just something to think of. Maybe my brain may like disagree one day or like you listening could disagree. If you disagree, you could tweet me at where's my mind? WW. WMM podcast on Twitter or like comment on Instagram at WMM podcast or DM me on Instagram at WMM podcast or comment on TikTok at WMM podcast. Do you get what I mean? You could just reach out to me and they like, tell me you don't agree. I'm not biting anybody. Religious clothing can be politics. Typically, it debates religion, freedom, and situationships. And situations. I don't know what I meant there. Honestly, I'm no much wrong in my brain sometimes. Military uniform is a symbol and can be political. And they can let you know what nation certain persons are from. Sports clothing and team logos can be politics. I thought of this and... I used this on the bus to like come up with my next. I knew what I was speaking about next week and the other week and the other week. So I have my like next eight weeks planned out, like what I'm speaking on. But so interesting to think of sport themes. Let's say I'm in London and I support Chelsea. And I'm wearing Chelsea in London and nobody's like offended. But I like wear Manchester United in like London. I think people who are not like Manchester fans in London will like not be happy with me or like 
not want to be friends with me because of the the team I support because they automatically think maybe Manchester United teams are not like like fans and are like good people. Maybe they think that. Who knows? Do you get what I mean? Like whatever you wear in a certain place can say a lot about you. Or like I wear like a UK jersey in like a country like India. I don't know if they play football in India, but I'm just gonna say India. And a country like that that is like really capitalistic and like I feel they will have a lot of like no not capitalistic they're really classist um I feel classism in like India and like countries like India Korea countries that have classism embedded in them will always want to separate people and they're usually good at doing that the reason why I'm saying classism is because in three weeks, I think, I don't know when it's starting, I have to like rethink it again, but like isms are starting. <laughs> so like after this podcast and next week's podcast, next week's podcast is really like feeding off of this podcast. But this, so this week, next week, then two, we have two parters that's coming up is a book, two parts. Then we have three weeks or four weeks, a four-parter coming up the other week. So I have two months worth of like podcasts ready to like record. And I feel I want to talk about isms. So classism, I don't know if I'm talking about racism yet, but classism, capitalism, and two other isms. I will speak about that in the coming weeks to come. Um, let's go do one last one because I think I've been here for a while now. I know I did not speak a lot today, but the way we dress can influence how we are predicted and treated by other people. We may think clothing is not politics, but it essentially is. Because whatever you wear tells people what you support, what you choose is right and wrong, and what you can accept. I feel as we, as you listen to this whole podcast... You something stood out to you and maybe you change the way you dress or like you're okay with the way you dress and like improve your clothing. Remember this, I said this in the beginning. Leave your house like you want to be photographed and you like whatever photo is taken of you. Maybe you may not like your face, but you like what you're wearing. Always try and leave your house like that. Even if you're going to get only milk, it's really essential to feel confident in what you're wearing because clothes helps with confidence thank you so much for listening to this episode clothing is politics i need an image change anyways <laughs> now let me speak to you as a person to person no topics so i took a two-week break from podcasting <laughs> so i'm back finally i stay like recording podcast again but what i was gonna say was um in and not in two weeks so like there's a paywall now because like somebody i know said i should like quit this podcast because i'm sharing too much information here about myself and like people could use this against me in the future and i was like nobody cares how much you use this against me but if anybody's gonna use this information against me now i feel I will still be podcasting topics that I feel that intriguing in my mind is that's why it's called with my mind. 
but the paywall is there for me to be vulnerable with whoever wants to listen, but in a very intimate way. And it's at 50 pounds because I want you to put it at 50 pounds because I know nobody I know right now will want to go listen to my podcast, me speaking about like my feelings for 50 pounds. That's why it's there. I don't expect those episodes to get listens, but it'll be filmed every week, every Monday. A therapy session will be coming out now. Therapy sessions every Monday. And those are like the inner diaries. A therapy sessions are just 10 minutes. So, yeah. Anyways, that's like the plan for like that. So if you want to go subscribe to like the 50 pound podcast parts where you can like listen to like therapy session you can I, I don't advise you do but like if you have the money remember if you do that a year it's 600 pounds that you're like given to me to like hear my thoughts for a whole year so i'll like make a better investment but anyways i'll see you on tiktok i'll speak to you next week and a different topic that piggybacks on this topic. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. I'll speak to you next week. Bye.